0: Greetings and heavy metal blessings to all, welcome to War Inside My Head Metal Health Podcast where we aim to spread awareness of mental health by openly talking about our own ups and downs and how we keep ourselves almost sane by indulging in our love for all things heavy metal and beyond. Each fortnight we break down news, reviews, releases from across the metalverse as well as chatting about movies, games, comics and anything else that tickles our fancy. I'm your host Ormi, and I am Beardbo. So Beardbo, this is our debut episode. We are every week we're going to do a mental health check, and we're going to start the podcast. And the idea of this, guys, is to encourage you guys to do the same. It may be a weekly, every fortnight. You know, plan something to check in with your friends. You might want to record it and stick in a podcast like we're doing, or you might just want to have a chat around a pint. Whatever it might be, the idea of this podcast is to encourage people to talk more about mental health and we we're gonna kind of do that and be quite open with our mental health and our ups and downs on a weekly basis, aren't we Stevie?
1: That's correct. Yes, and like couldn't have said it better personally. Just always, you know, reach out to somebody if you're ever feeling down, low, depressed. Just reach. There's always I always make this clear on uh, as you know our, our stream on Twitch and it's always one of the things that I point out just reach out to somebody, go for a pint, talk some shit, talk about some heavy metal, go to some gigs,
0: create some memories, et cetera, so yeah, so that's about creating memories, so for the weekly check in this week because it's the first one, it say I'll well, give a bit of background, I think in terms of you know why we decided to start this podcast um i i have to do something to promote um sort of mental awareness um around any kind of mental health issues, whether it be, again, we're not, you know, limiting this to one thing, you know, whether it's depression, anxiety, uh, abuse, substance abuse, things like that. But it really came about because I kept on seeing in the news, particularly in the world of heavy metal, you'd opened up, and I felt like at one point every week or two that you were getting people coming through and, you know, we had Chester Benton. We've had uh, a news story that we'll talk about that's happened just this week. But just every time you open up the, you know, kind of look on the websites and things, and obviously I follow a lot of things on Instagram, just hearing about particularly young men, or it's not limited to young men, young men in metal, um, you know, taking their own lives. And there's obviously, there is a, still a stigma around this. Uh, and, it's, you know, literally the week that we kind of first spoke about doing this podcast was when uh, Paddy Pimlet, Paddy the Baddy, very famously Spoke after he won one of his fights and said, You know, he found out that morning that your friend had killed himself. And he said exactly, You know, what we say is, you know, just talk to someone if you can. It's difficult, it's not it's easy to say, but, you know, just talk to someone. I myself have struggled like most people have with mental health. Everything kind of came to a head up until last year when sadly I lost my mo- mother. Um, single parent family so it was just me and her for a long long time so it hit me quite hard i've been a bit of a social recluse ever since particularly on social media but this was kind of you know one of those things to get me out there and as you said stevie start creating some memories
1: uh, exactly you kind of perfectly couldn't have said it better myself if i tried um see like you said you lost your mom i lost me dad um. Also, you know, uh, my, my wife also struggles with uh mental health issues as well. Everyone has got something going on in their lives. Um. So yeah, yeah. Like you say, create some memories. Get out there. Reach. Just like I say, I kind of just say that enough. And anything that I promote, just reach to somebody. Uh. And like back onto the whole paddy the body. You know, even you said it during an interview that there's a stigma behind people who think that you can't talk and don't believe in that stigma talk to somebody doesn't matter who it is could be a mom parent cousin sister brother best friend whoever just talk to somebody please i cannot get that out enough to anybody um because to name just a few people who lost trevor sternard from black dial and murder chris cornell just uh from lincoln park that's just to name a few people who we've lost in the rock and metal community uh, and we need to get that stopped
0: yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? It doesn't seem to slow down. And as you said, there is a stigma about it. There's been a stigma for many years. When I was younger, my as I say, my mother suffered a lot with mental health issues, um, quite serious ones, all stemming from pretty much from domestic violence that she suffered. So I've been surrounded by it and I've been you know, trying to champion mental health and be more open about it. I uh, did a lot your, when I was a sort of a youth worker many, many years ago. And it is really important because, you know, things have improved over time. I think social media, one of the advantages, although there's a lot of disadvantages to it, uh, one of the advantages are people, you know, it is more awareness out there, but there is still that stigma and the the feeling that we can't speak. In. What I would say, I've heard this some a while ago, um, not an exact quote, but basically, you know, the, a person that you love would rather get a phone call with, from you you know, in whatever state it might be to talk, if you're feeling then, you know, sort of low or you're feeling like you need someone to speak to, then to receive a phone call, you know, from someone else to say that, you know, you've been found or you're missing or anything like that. So just remember that, guys. And again, it ain't easy. We're not saying, yeah, that it's easy to do. It's not. Um, but, you know, that's what, what we want to try and spread. Through the sort of power of heavy metal, which I know Stevie is the same as me, we've used music, particularly heavy metal, and for myself, rock. And all sorts of different genres, but probably metal in particular. There's nothing like banging on a couple of uh, couple of some of the old Slayer tunes when you're feeling a bit sort of angry or anxious after work attempts to sort of take the edge off a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not just obviously shit days at work, maybe you maybe you're going to college, um, school, whatever, and you're getting bullied, maybe's, uh, and obviously again that affects your mental health when you're coming in and metal health, heavy metal. Always worked for me after a shit day at school, work, or something. If it's, you know what I mean, if you work with some colleagues that you feel like you're being bullied, maybe, and you can't talk to somebody, you come in, turn on some slayer, like you just said. For me, it was always a bit of Chimera. Um, that was my go-to if I was in a really fucked-off battle. Um, there's the first F-bomb of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get in. Who's say fuck. Fucking brilliant. I just turn on I hate everyone pure hatred um Chimera by Metal Moses himself uh, Mark Hunter of Chimera
0: when I worked in um, the retail industry many years ago a, a, a colleague of mine uh, a go to song was people will shit at the end of a, maybe one of those tougher days when you've had a lot of sort of let's say unfriendly people and I will say if you go into a shop be nice, okay? The people have very hard jobs. They get threat like shit, basically. So I, that's one thing. I know if you're having a bad day, all right, fair enough. But, you know, be nice. And just in life. In life, my motto is always, and always will be, don't be a dick.
1: Especially during the pandemic. How many people were just utter dicks during the pandemic, especially the shop stuff? you know what I mean? Shop staff were, were constantly open during the pandemic, putting their own health at risk and people were just being utter
0: dickheads and there was just no need for it. So anything from the last couple of weeks you wanted to share, Stevie? I know that's kind of the overall mantra of the podcast and to say, we're going to start every week with a check-in. Anything sort of the last couple of weeks that you want to want to talk about?
1: been a busy week at work uh only really had so i did like the entire last weekend and had Tuesday off and then i did thursday uh, sorry wednesday thursday night as well so this is kind of like my break so it has been a long week um but apart from that just work wise not really much has been happening uneventful should we say uneventful how about yourself
0: not too bad um just going to say about you know, what you talk about. You, I know that you work, you know, shifts day shift, night shift, and you know, things like that can be you know, quite detrimentally mental health. Going between the two, it's not easy shifting in a constant you know, between day shifts and night shifts, and especially in the winter time when sometimes you feel like you're not seeing any sunlight. I've done night shifts, you know, for many many years, and I don't know what it can be like. So, in terms of my one, um, something I'll talk about in the pop culture, but I watched the film sort of this week, and it kind of, it, it's been just over the years since I lost my mom and you just, I think after that first difficult, yeah, very sentimental, so I watched the the Elvis movie, um, which kind of, so I've been a bit sentimental, listened to a lot of Elvis, and been shedding a few tears, because um, again, that just, you know, there's things that, I think, when you've been through traumatic events, or losing someone, a lot of things remind you, you know, the littlest thing will remind you of them. Mm -hmm. um so that's been kind of but in a good way it's you know again it's cathartic Cathartic. yeah it's cathartic and again don't be you know i'm not afraid to say that i cry um at the end of the day if you can't cry over something like that then you know what can you cry over and again it's not a stigma you know again a stigma around that but it's something that you know i don't mind sharing with people and again we encourage you to share um your stories on that as well. You know, we would like people to share their stories. You know, maybe if the struggles with mental health and how heavy metal or you know, any kind of media or pop culture has helped them through. Um, we are at, I'll have to remember this now, W I M H, that's Whiskey India Mike Hotel for those in the North phonetic alphabet, and P O D at gmail.com if you want to drop us an email, or we're on Instagram uh, at. W-I-M-H underscore pod. You can find us there and you can send us messages, things like that as there. So you want to share and we do encourage people to share and you know, share this podcast with people that you think might help because sometimes it just needs that little bit of a kick in the bum to go, oh, somebody else has experienced something similar to me and they're talking about it. That can be something as simple as that can be the the catalyst to get them to, uh, to share.
1: Or maybe you just want to share some music with her, by all means. If you just want to yes. share some music with us, feel feel free. Share anything that
0: you'd like to share with us. If you'd want to promote your band, if you want to promote an event, anything like that, you know, we, as we go through this podcast, you know, we're going to talk about music and things as well. Um, please do. We'll do. You know, anything. We can't help promote shows and things like that. So just get in get in touch. We're quite friendly, aren't we, Stephen? We are quite friendly. We are quite friendly. Well, as long as you're friendly with us. As long as you're friendly with us, yes. And then we'll be friendly with you, yes. So, uh, this week, we're going to do every week a mental health charity shout-out. It might be linked to something that's going on in the news. Uh, This one I picked because, as I mentioned about, we've both mentioned that we've lost parents within the last few years. Um, There's a a charity called Cruise. That's C-R-U-S-E. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think that's the way it's pronounced. um, Which offers bereavement support. You can go on the website, www.cruise.org.uk. There's bereavement support, blogs, information, advice on there, even things like if you're in a position that I was in. Um, I'd never had to deal with sort of death of close relative. I was kind of on my own left to do with, to deal with it. I um, was the only next of kin that was involved. So, you know, what do you have to do when that happens? You know, there's things like probate that we had to go through. We had, you know, changing bills over. And there was a lot of things that we had to go through. Um, so having someone and go right you're going to need to kind of do this and do this this is this is the support you can get and um, it's really advantage so again that's uh, a that's a charity called cruise and it's www.cruise.org.uk so let's move on to the heavy metal and music news I think probably, you know, it's first episode, and it feels like, you know, it does get better, folks. But unfortunately, the lead story, Um, I think, for this one is, sadly, Soilwork guitarist. Uh, David Anson died at 47 years old this past week. Uh, He was the guitarist for so- Soilwork for the last 10 years. Um, he also played in the Knife Flight Orchestra. The statement was released, and, you know, again, it's, I've noticed this more and more, which is good. You know they've announced that they, you know, he, he, they say he passed away from alcohol and mental illness. That's what caused his death. They were very direct in addressing that, which I think, you know, obviously it's a, it is tragic, um, but it's a positive that people are sharing. Saying, you know, and hopefully that will get people to talk more openly about it. But yeah, sadly, you know, forty-seven years old, and we, we talked about it earlier, Stephen. This, this is, you know, a, a, another person, and quite frankly, too long a line that we've seen recently
1: 47 it's just no age is it he's still just still got all so much of his life to go ahead just it was absolute just absolute devastating to be honest with you absolute devastating lost to, a, a big loss to the to the rock and metal world because like you said, in a melodic death metal band with soil work and Obviously, he can do his more melodic stuff with Night Flight Orchestra. So, yeah, big loss, big loss. But respect to Soil Work, they've said that they will continue. Um, obviously, um, keep his name alive. Obviously, whenever they're playing live, and obviously they'll do tributes for him, et cetera, as well. And obviously, his the music that he has created with Soil Work
0: and Night Flight Orchestra will live on forever. Exactly, it will. And it's you know important that we'll want to go out there and celebrate celebrate his life and the time he had with the band as well. yeah his memories, etc.: Next news story, Stevie, you've got anything that you want to talk about in the metal news? Uh, Dominion Festival here in
1: the Northeast. Yes, has been postponed from September. Well, it's already been postponed once because it was meant to be in July. Yes. then it got moved to September. And now it's recently come out. It's been delayed until
0: May 2023. Sad news. Um, you know we've said for years we'd love a metal festival up here. Um, and it's you know one of those things like I think they've done the right thing. You know they've looked at it logistically and decided you know we don't want it. We want the first one to be the right one. And this you know there is a lot of I mean there's a hell of a lot of effort that goes into these things promotion. A lot of hours that I'm sure they've a lot of sleepless nights the guys have had that organised this festival um I mean obviously personally, I was good because I was looking forward to going um but may next year brilliant just around about my birthday time so who knows, I might be spending my... Actually, I won't be spending my birthday at that festival because I think I'm in slam dunk on that day. But never mind. But hopefully I'll be able to, be able to go to the Dominion Festival as well in May of next
1: year. Well, uh, I'm, I'm a definite for Dominion Festival next year now because it falls on my weekend off and it's practically on our doorstep. So it's going to be the first music festival without camping. Even though you can't camp there, but just have to drive to the festival, drive back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be camping uh, in my own bed, as I think Yes. Or I've got a couple yes. of friends that live not too far away. I might be kind of uh, do you mind yeah get the old air, uh, the old sofa bed out? Roughing it. <laughs> <For fear. laughs> so uh some... next story, Tobias Forge um from Ghost. It was uh, on a, a radio programme the morning after talking about bands touring and the amount of bands out there in the morning. I just kind of wanted to talk about this because it's something I've noticed lately. In the last couple of days, looking at what's coming up in terms of gigs, there is a lot. And he said, in quote, there is simply too much going on right now. So many bands out and it's just too crowded and it's hurting everyone. I don't want to bring up the fiddles for rock and roll music, but I can say a lot of your favourite bands are really suffering because of coming out of COVID. Everyone's trying to throw at the same time. And obviously people cannot see every band that comes through. And as I say, I've seen this, I think in October, there's just so many bands out there. You you can't go to them all, and prices are going up, and it's you know going to be very difficult, um, to be able to see everyone that you want to see.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely,
0: most definitely. So on
1: uh, moving on to the more other news, um, Slipknot's Corey Taylor and Jim Root are planning a new side project. Oh, very interesting. Finally, they've managed to kind of patch things up after. Jim Root's departure of Stone Sour, um, Corey Taylor stating to to Metal Hammer that uh, they were both different people, different at uh, the different people uh, during Stone Sour, and both going through some shit, uh, which has obviously caused Jim to leave Stone Sour and focus just on Slipknot. When obviously Slipknot's getting back together. Obviously, they've got to work together because they're both part of Slipknot as well. Um, and for Corey Taylor, they also say it was cool to come and find his friend again. To, basically, he's realized that you can never find, it's never too late to find your way back to a lost friend. So outside of Slipknot and Stonesower, they're going to be getting together and creating a new project, which I am very looking forward to.
0: I thought you might be. Funnily enough, I thought you might be excited about that. Um, yeah, it'd be great to see what the what what they're going to do together. Um, I think maybe that's why they decided let's get out of like kind of the existing bands and let's just do something kind of going back to say we are old friends. So maybe just kind of keep it to that. You know, the core. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. It's never too late. Yeah, it never is too late. So my next one. I'm just going to... give us two seconds here, Stevie. Just uh, to get the old soapbox out. There we go. I'm just going to stand on that. So, <laughs> this is the, more the world of rock. But, to be honest, the, the, the story... I'm using the story to highlight something that has been a pain in my bum and it's been a pain in your bum. And probably a lot of people of my age that like older music will have suffered, uh, say suffered this, but encountered this at some point. So... Basically, Joel Lynn Turner, ex-Rainbow from way back in the late 70s, early 80s, um, basically came out and said that the Rainbow reunion from about five, I think it was about five years ago, four or five years ago, 2018, was an imitation, a weak, cheap imitation um, of the original, well, I say original lineup, it wasn't in the original lineup, but what Rainbow was. And he has stated that he thinks that they damaged the legacy of Rainbow because Rainbow was a fabulous band from start to finish. Now, the lead singer is a guy, at the minute is called Ronnie Romero. Um, I saw Rainbow live uh, in, I think it was 2018, 2019, when they played the Glasgow Arena uh, Hydro, I think it was, the small arena in Glasgow, and I absolutely loved every single minute of it. I'm in that position where, because of my age, by the time I was born, Rainbow were done. The original lineups of Rainbow, all sort of three, four singers that I have, that was all done, you know, by that point. So for me, I was a huge, huge Rainbow fan, have been since I was very young. Uh, Rising is still one of my favourite albums of all time. So when it was announced that they were coming back, I was over the moon. I actually went to Glasgow on my own, because I'm probably the only person I know that is a massive Rainbow fan. But it was midweek. So I went up there on my own, and it's still one of my favourite gigs I've ever been to. Was it the best gig I've ever been to? No. But I never thought I would see, particularly Richie Blackmore, play those songs live. And I thought Ryan Romero did a fantastic job. You know, he wasn't just doing songs from two eras or one era, he was doing songs from the entirety, not just Rainbow, but actually played some Deep Purple as well and I thought he did a fantastic job. So I think it's a bit sad that Julian Turner came out and said this. I don't think it's, you know... And the, the thing I want to highlight is, being a younger fan, and I'm not that young, but I am a fan of music from the 70s, early 80s, and even the 60s, you do get people that say, oh, and this is kind of sparked by the comments I read on various platforms saying, you know, oh, they were just they're, they're not the original band. The Attitude... If some people in the guys in the comments, and it sparks something to me because I've talked to people like this. It's not just people hiding behind social media, but people like to say, oh, it's not the same as it was. I'm a big, I'm a huge ACDC fan, favourite band in the world. Oh, it's not the same as when, when I was born, I saw them back in 78 at the Apollo and they were fantastic. Yes, well, I was, wasn't born yet and, you know, I got to see them, you know, in two thousand and. Uh, 10 was the first time with Brian Johnson in the barn. Luckily, I got the same with Malcolm Young. Um, so not the classic lineup, as people like to call it. But the fact is, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Same with Rainbow, the version I saw was the 2018 version. It's the only version I ever got a chance to. I didn't see Guns N' Roses way back in the 80s because, again, I had been born by the time their stuff came out, but I was too young. So the versions I've seen of the bands are the later versions, and no, they're not the same as they were, but it's the only chance that I've had to see those bands. And it's also the only chance that a lot of younger people than me, kids, you'll go to these gigs, classic rock gigs, play bands like Queen, Touring with Adam Lambert. There'll be a 13-year-old kid who absolutely loves Queen. The only chance he's going to get to see Queen and see Brian May live with the band, get to see Roger Taylor with the, you know play live, is to go see that version. So when people kind of have all this negative on you, but look, it isn't this original version, but it does not taint the legacy of a band in any way. Well, yeah, it's not the same, but that's the only version some people get to see. So I just want to get on my soapbox about that, because again, that's not something new. It's not just this story. But this definitely sparked it so much so that when I was doing the research this morning, I was so miffed about this thing, I actually listened to the 2018 Rainbow Live album on the way down because I I did love that gig. I I thought Ronnie Romero was fantastic. So I think it was just my way of going, yeah, Joel and Turner, take that. I'll listen to the 2018 version. Thank you very much. That's some boots to fill as well. So... Exactly. But personally,
1: this is the first time I'm actually hearing this story. So um, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that Joel internal would do that. Why? Has he done it just to get his name in the the press? Or has he really got a beanies bonnet?
0: Who knows? But wow, what's wrong with keeping a memory alive? Ronnie Romero's response to this, by the way, was very classy. Very, very classy. I'll not read all of it because it was quite long. Because he's obviously, you know, he's very passionate about it. But he said, at the end, it's all about music. And that's the only thing that counts and matter. And that's the way I look at it. He got to go out and play with a band that he loved. A chance of a lifetime. chance of a lifetime for me to see those songs played live very well. Not like they were in the 1970s and the 1980s. But, you know, I got to see that live. And it's a a cherished memory for me. Boom.
1: Take that. Mic drop. Take that, Joel and Turner. Mic drop. Stop being a... Stop being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, remember, don't be a dick. If you ever listen... Just in case Joel Turner ever listens to this podcast, like he would, but hey, key words at the beginning of this episode, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Any more news from you, Steven? Stephen? Uh no no other news for myself no so we move swiftly on after that I'll just uh, I'll just hold on swiftly. I'll just put my soapbox away there there we go put that away till the next podcast so right. the next one the next one oh yeah yeah the next don't be a dick segment
1: <laughs> that's what it's called now that is what it's called now don't be a dick I think segment. I might just
0: spin off an entire new show to be fair <laughs> anyway let's move swiftly on new releases what are you been listening to Stephen. So,
1: new releases. Released actually only yesterday uh, on Napalm Records. Wolfheart, King of the North. Yes,
0: yeah, great album.
1: Finnish Melodic death metal band. And it's absolutely fantastic. If you like uh, Norse mythology, Battle, Triumph, and uh, What's Not Alike. And it's also featuring uh, Jesse Leach of Killswitch Engage, as well as Carl Sanderson from Nile oh it's absolutely fantastic and also I'll probably say if you're a fan of Monomoth give Wolfheart, King of the North a listen to because it's brilliant
0: yep thoroughly enjoyed that I to, managed to catch some of that this morning haven't listened to the whole album but what I have heard I have really enjoyed I think one of the tracks of the King I, I really enjoyed that track so yeah check out Wolfheart, King of the North if you want your melodic death metal
1: yes Ancestor and uh, Cold Flame is what I would personally recommend Ancestors featuring
0: Jesse Leach and uh, Cold Flame is featuring Carl Sanderson of Nile. Great stuff. So I've been listening to, like, as you know, I like my classic heavy metal. So a Canadian band called Sword, not The Sword, different bands. They are Canadian metal band. They were around in 19, the late 1980s. Again, I think just when I was born. 1986, 1988, I think the first two albums. They just released a new single called I Am, I Am In Command, Command with a K. Uh, and the new album three is the first album since 1988. A so bit of a bit of a comeback for for Sword. Uh, but if you like your classic metal, def, definitely check these guys out. Definitely after can't say I've really heard of it. We'll be honest with you. Uh, on other ones, uh,
1: not album releases, but singles. Lionheart uh, have just was released. If you, I've been listening to a lot of hardcore recently, so Lionheart with uh, Death Comes in Threes. Featuring Jasso of Hatebreed. Uh, If you like your hardcore, give that a listen to. And another hardcore with their new single, Get the Shot, with Season of the Damned Part 2. Both fantastic
0: Yeah, Lionheart are West Coast hardcore legends. California, they've been going since about 2007 or something like that. Um, Yeah.
1: No, I think it was two thousand four. They actually say it in one of those songs. 2004, it two thousand four, is it? Yeah. I remember I remember the song uh L H H C I think it is. Um I can remember it. Just the opening lyrics
0: started this band in two thousand and four. So yeah, I've been listening to um Bush, he's got a new single out. So if you obviously if you like Bush, you'll probably like the new single. I've been a while since uh, it's one of those things you don't listen to them often, but I like to dive into Bush every now and then. Um I find I do enjoy. Uh, other things i've been listening to just to rock through because i've got quite a quite a list i'll just kind of touch on some of them and um, if you like your sort of 70s rock try out astrolux desert dream i really enjoyed that old school sort of late 70s rock same weapons of a new more heavier but again that sort of thing uh, if you like your old school metal screamer by king uh Kingmaker by the band screamer Um old very old school metal great great band one of those bands I've just heard sort of like in the last week and I'll definitely be diving at their back catalogue. If you like your doom metal, Spiritus Mortis. Great Seal. There's a great album I listened to that this morning. and Nothing like a bit of doom in the morning. On a Saturday morning to get me going. Christian Metal Titans. Stripe Out, Transgressor. I haven't listened to Stripe in a long time. They popped up. Quite enjoyed it. But I think the one for me, the, the band I'm definitely going to be going back to the most, I think. Summer Lambs.
1: I was going to
0: mention yeah, this myself. Old school, bit of power metal, bit of Iron Maiden galloping in there. Um, Force of the storm, great track. So yeah, great, great album. That's that. Probably my my pick of what I've heard recently.
1: Just the album title, Dream Killer. Um, the song, Dream Killer, is, is absolutely great. Just traditional, like you said, traditional heavy metal. Its great, best. great
0: to see these uh sort of bands coming through playing this. Traditional, keeping the flame of traditional heavy metal alive. And have you seen like the music video for Dream Killer? It's got that
1: old, like, 70s, late 70s, early 80s vibe. No, I haven't yet. So, even though they're they're a modern band uh, or like from this kind of like era, they've got like that old school mentality. So, check it up,
0: check it out on uh, YouTube, or you may be playing on one of your streams. Check out their beerboard Baggins. uh, I actually. Played plug, night, plug, yes. plug. Well, but some more plugs at yes. the end. <laughs> yeah. So the last <laughs> one I'll mention just because it was a bit, it's a bit out there and just like great riffs. But then I kind of read the the kind of skinny on these guys. They're called Aftertaste, which is quite a quite a, a good name because they, they are a unique taste at least. But a song called Eye on the Prize came up. Some nice riffs in there. Quite different to what I've listened to previously. But in their own words, they are a mix of industrial gothic and doom metal, along with dance, trip-hop, and ambient elements. That's their own wo- words, folks. Sounds more like a wine and <laughs> a mix of industrial, Whoa. gothic doom metal, along with notes of dance, trip-hop, and ambient elements. However, it is really good. Uh, some great riffs in there. So, uh, yeah, check out Aftertaste. Uh, most of the stuff we talk about them be found on Spotify, or certainly, if not on there, you should be able to find them on places like YouTube. That
1: is a mouthful right there of just, i definitely you know, for just just for that list that you've just revealed. You,
0: you're used to a Moving on, is there anything else you oh, want oh, to talk? Any releases boom. you want to talk about, Stephen?
1: Disgraceful, disgraceful. <laughs> uh, no, I cannot think of any other new releases that I've uh, come out recently for so myself.
0: Last one I'll mention is just just thought about it. I am um, Electric Cowboy's new album techno. I think we'll probably talk about oh, more right. about it on the next episode because we are going to see them in Newcastle at uh, the new NX uh, venue, which I'm looking forward to just seeing the venue. To be fair, because they finally got rid of that horrible academy with the terrible sound and the terrible everything. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing the new venue and definitely looking forward to seeing Electric Cowboys. They've smashed it Slam Dunk this year. Um, so, I'm looking forward to seeing this. One's bands, I think, in a smaller venue. I think they're going to tear the place apart.
1: Aye, and if you see we're there, come say hello.
0: Like we say, we are friendly people. Yes, we'll have to put our pictures somewhere, Stephen, because no one will know what we look like. So, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> we'll, we'll just take a picture of one
1: of them because we'll, we'll both look
0: the well, same anyway. <laughs> I'll be wearing a black t shirt and I've got a beard. So, if you see us, come say hello. Brilliant. Easily 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 found.
1: And then again, I can imagine everyone's gonna be kind of dressed up for this. So I can imagine big hair just like 80 style get ups, etc. So well if
0: you and I've got big hair, it certainly won't be our own. Well, it most definitely not. <laughs>
1: most definitely uh, not. ready to move so, on.
0: I am ready you to can move. You tell on. it's new folks, it's the first one. We're just finding what groove.
1: We are. So Mistakes are going to happen. Not even the professionals get shit, right? so how
0: are... Most of mm. the pro- professionals... Prefer... Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> don't know where that came from. Not bitter at all. <laughs> About what? Don't know. Fuck Joe Rogan. No, don't yeah. fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> or maybe fuck Joe Rogan. I don't know what your preference is. Definitely cutting this out. <laughs> and pause so we can edit it out. So, moving on to Pop Culture Corner... Anything you want to talk about this week, Steve? Any movies, games, comics, YouTube content, uh events you wanna talk
1: about? Uh, on the on the gaming side of things, have you heard Samsung and Xbox have kind of partnered up? I heard something
0: about it, but I don't actually know what, what, what's been announced.
1: So the so the new like so your new smart tallies are gonna come programmed with Game Pass. Ooh. Ooh, that's, well, I've got two, just the new ones, because I've got two Samsung tellies. So, uh, I'm not sure of just the new ones, or maybe it's the ones that we've already got, but it got us thinking, what's, the way things are moving at the minute, what is
0: the future for I, consoles? I think you'll always have consoles, because the power sort of experience, I'm not sure if everything runs over cloud. But I know what you mean, like things kind of I said a while ago, like when the when the Wii U kind of fell on its arse when I used to be working in that sort of area. Uh, I kind of said that the, the Wii U would be the last home console that Nintendo made. And I was right, because the announcer switch, which isn't really a home console, um yes, it can we played at home on the dock, but it, it's a portable console. You'll still get a box, but I'll be surprised if the next generation of consoles have disk drives in them, which I know you can not buy a PS5. With one or the other, but I think the next step will just be, you know, kind of they won't even give you that option really. I think the the, the physical media is probably on the way in for gaming. I think.
1: I personally, I can see it kind of going like that was a big Stadia success, and GeForce now. Uh, well, it still goes to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of people stream it a lot. Uh, a lot of people still use it. It's, I can just see that going being. The place well, what you consoles, do have maybe. to
0: remember is, you like you know, for the streaming and things, you have to have a good internet connection. And there's a lot of places in the world that you don't have a good internet connection. There's places around the world where you know there'll still be that need for a physical box, guys, and you know that work abroad, work in the military, things that you want portable. You know, I've taken consoles, you know, when I when I worked just away, work, living in hotels for a time. I think there'll always be a call for it, but uh, you know, I think it'll kind of it will wind down and you'll see more people streaming things on other other platforms, I think.
1: I th- think we'll get another line of consoles. So because so how long does the generation of consoles last? What, uh, this. I get? think
0: this one, I think the plan is for this. I mean, the, the PS4 era was way longer than that, and I think this one will be even longer. I think these consoles, they expect to keep them in. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think mm. at least 10 years. So I think we'll get this generation and then another generation of
1: consoles. And I think after that, wise, I think it'll be down to the, the cloud-based stuff. That's just my opinion at the end of the day. It's just how I feel. It's your opinion, mate, and you're around.
0: entitled to it.
1: Everything everything seems to be getting smaller. I mean, look at the Steam Deck now. That That, that is a handheld beast and it can handle, being just a handheld, it can pretty much handle up to PS4. Not legally. Games.
0: <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> uh, no, can, well, I know, because it's a PS4 game, not painting. Yes, I know. Uh, mm. oh, no, I'm just uh, like told me a Cry Five. That,
1: that was.
0: That I was, was wondering how i the Steam Deck. Like I could just, I could, I could feel it. I was like, the whole episode, even like, I can't wait to mention the Steam Deck again. Do you know I've got a Steam Deck? <laughs> <laughs> I know you have. I'm I don't so feel you. I have to tell everyone all the time about it. <laughs> neither do I what are you talking
1: about you're the one that texts me yep, <laughs> about I bring it up now, I oh, you just so put, put all the blame you. on me I'm, not, I'm just no, what it is.
0: I'm just stating
1: facts you're not stating
0: facts you tell oh, lies you right, put sure, your painters in news. a bad light Right. moving as, swiftly as, as, on <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> why is it Even, anyone that talks about gaming and especially consoles and things? It's got to degenerate into a we'll fucking argument.
1: <laughs> well, it's not no, just about gaming though. is it, it, like it could be anything.
0: Gaming and wrestling is where you see the, the the two like two people meet as soon as they start talking about just argument. Anyway, moving it's on. What the games? Doesn't matter. Right, we're moving on. before fucking hell! <laughs> God, we'll be here all day. Right, so we've lost the audience anyway, so we can basically see what the fuck we want. <laughs> right, so... Um, ter- I can't remember what I was going to talk about now. So I was going to mention... I've watched I mentioned earlier, I watched the Elvis movie, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I don't think it's, like, again... I'm, I'm one of these people, I understand that when they make a movie of something, it's not necessarily an accurate retelling of the original story. It's a piece of entertainment. and It's a piece of entertainment. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched, fin- finished watching The Terminalist with Chris Pratt. Have you seen that, Stephen? Have you seen that? Uh, no, uh, I have great not. I have not. series. Uh, if you like happy endings, though, probably don't watch it. Bit of a bit of a mild spoiler there, but yeah, it doesn't end with sunshine and rainbows. Put it that way. But I really enjoyed it. Very brutal. Some of the scenes are quite like if you've got a bit of a, a dicky tummy, you might not want to watch it. But kept me guessing till the end, and it was uh, some great action and things in it as well.
1: Oh, one of them films, eh? Oh. Definitely have a series on Amazon out.
0: Prime, so it's eight episodes, I think, so it's quite an easy watch. Well, I say easy watch. Right. It's fairly Sweet. short. It's
1: all not a easy watch. watch. <laughs> no, i wait. Um, and <laughs> the, the one
0: thing I've been getting, definitely actually, and I'm actually, because I, I can see from where I'm sitting, I can see your guitars, not my guitars, because mine are in my my house and we in your house, mm-hmm. but uh, I've been watching a lot of, there's a guy called yes. No Year Gear, and we're all nerds for something. I'm nerds for a lot of things, but I'm a proper nerd for guitars like. And I'm one of these people, like, I'm the only person I know that is, you know, as much of a nerd for guitars as me. I can't talk about, like, pickup resistance and things with anyone else in my life. And that's fine. That's okay. Um, But shout-out to your Gear on YouTube. Phil McKnight is the the guy that presents it. Really, if you like guitars um, or you want to learn a bit more about guitars, how they go together, he talks you through how to do different things, how to, like, replace pickups, do basic setups. If you like really nerdy stuff, he has got a podcast. But it is nerdy stuff, mate. I will warn you. If you have a passion interest in guitars, you'll probably turn it it off quite quickly. But that's not a bad thing. It's actually a really, really good positive thing. If you are a guitar nerd like me, check out uh, Know Your Gear, Phil McKnight on uh, YouTube and I think podcasts on Spotify and all major outlets.
1: I may I may just do that because I, I am in the process of going to be picking up the guitar myself again, at some point. It's just getting time around it. Obviously, with streaming, working, and now podcasting, it's well, hard to get time. My <laughs>
0: expertise to, to get you along a bit, and we'll see if we can sort them out because they, they need a bit of a clean, some new strings, and a, a setup, I think. And there, uh, but I think then you'll be ready to rock, literally yes.
1: ready to rock. I'll be looking forward to it looking for but uh, on other news uh also we've got a, a sequel to Keanu Reeves Constantine ah. what do you think of that? Kind
0: of surprising because they tried to do that series didn't they and it kind of tanked although to be fair with Warner Brothers that's nothing surprising I mean it's a surprise in some ways in some ways not because they're just Kind of, they're doing a lot of these sequels and things. I ain't saying anything about like, man, they're bringing that back. And again, my opinion on these things is a lot like the the music and what all about the gigs. Just because they bring something new out and it's not as good as the original, or even it's absolutely terrible, it doesn't tarnish the the the, the you know the original thing. You just don't watch it. It's all you got to do. You go, and this looks rubbish. Don't watch it. Simple <laughs> as that. So. What did what did you? I think haven't of the seen first it a long, long time. It'll probably, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give it a watch, I suppose, because uh, you know, it's one of those things when these things happen. Oh yeah, I'll go give it a watch. Um, so yeah, no, I haven't seen it a long, long time. It's been a long. I mean, I think when I watched it, I didn't even know it was like a, a based on a comic, sort of uh, property.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, remember, I personally, I didn't really think it was that bad of a film. I mean a lot of people had a kickoff because he was wearing the <gasps> long coloured jacket.
0: He wasn't a
1: s he wasn't a scouter.
0: But it's not it's Wait, not, you mean, real. It not real. You mean it wasn't exactly the same as the comics, even though there's multiple interpretations real. of everything in the comics anyway. And you can pick whichever one you want. <laughs> sorry, if I've
1: just, sorry if I've just ruined everyone's <laughs> childhood there, but You've ruined
0: uh, the see, we are a mental health podcast, Steven, so don't do that. You know what I mean?
1: I'm sorry. Wait, I'm not looking forward to going on
0: our our inbox now, and it's just like Constantine uh, apologists, (laughs) or rather the opposite, Constantine critics, just jumping in. (laughs) Which I'm sure. Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Doesn't matter what you say nowadays; you're going to cause some, you know, backlash. I'm sure.
1: And on also, I've been watching the season five of Cobra Kai. That is absolutely fantastic. That whole season is actually the whole series has been fantastic because it gives you a new perspective on uh if you if obviously if you've seen the original karate kid uh everyone is meant to think that uh la is the one that's meant to be bullied but on the tv series kind of gives you a new perspective on things so yeah that whole thing
0: yeah fantastic. great news kovakai uh i think it's not series five that's when was that released is that what
1: that was one of was released this, was it just last uh, week
0: last week we'll go back um any anything else you've been watching looking yes. at touching smelling feeling no no uh, no no feel feeling new cool. not comes. right now because we're in separate rooms because <clears throat> we couldn't work out no, how we're not getting that by the yeah. way if you knew if you are got any modicum of like podcasts and you know how to stop <laughs> us bleeding into each other's mics in the same room because we are completely new at this Get in touch. So, uh, don't start. That. See, gaming again. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> we'll get letters. Oh, no. Somebody, will, I guarantee you, we'll start getting people arguing what's better, Xbox or PS4, or Xbox, the whole old I'm at, Xbox or PlayStation, just because we mentioned it in the podcast, and there's always two people that pop up. <laughs>
1: What's better, AEW or WWE?
0: TNA. <laughs> right. Don't matter. We're gonna get wrestling letters now. Oh, I knew this would happen. No wrestling, no gaming from now on, right Because it just caught too much controversy. Oh, oh I'm, I'm cut, <laughs>
1: cut off, off, everybody. Sorry. I said you
0: cut off. <laughs> It's a great way to end a mental health podcast. (laughs) You are not allowed to share your opinions. Unless I agree with them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, because we're just talking bollocks now. Um, Which, I mean, we've been talking bollocks for the past however long this has taken. I don't know. But uh, I'd just like to finish off by saying I'm sorry um, (laughs) to everyone. But, you know, if you got this far, congratulations. Um, you've probably, you know, you've definitely got more determination than I have in life. To finish off, um, what we'd like to do is to promote a band. We kind of said an unsigned band, but we know that some bands might be signed with smaller labels or independent labels. So just, you know, if each week we want to kind of finish on a, a song by maybe a, a band that, you know, needs that promotion or would like some promotion bands that we obviously enjoy so we're going to end up and I think this week Stephen you have our selection for this week
1: I do with uh, Buzz from their album Fury of Pagana uh, with their song Sean. so that's Sean. what's going
0: to play us out this week guys uh, if you want to get in contact again we can contact uh, us via pod at gmail.com that's W-I-M-H pod at gmail.com. I'm going to have to put that in front of my face because I'm already forgetting it. And you can get in contact via Instagram as well at, at W-I-M-H underscore pod. And also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I do really post anything, but I'm going to make the effort from now on. Uh, I am at underscore or me underscore. That's at underscore Oscar Romeo Mike Yankee underscore on Instagram. And you, Stephen? I am also on Instagram uh, at
1: Beardbo underscore Baggins. Remember, Baggins is with a Z
0: at the end. And I believe you have some Twitch streams? You Twitch stream? I do. You
1: can also find me on Twitch, Twitch, Twitch dot TV. Beardbo underscore Baggins again. Uh, I'm back live on September the 21st. For our regular Get Heavy show, and then back the following day, the 22nd, doing a live band
0: interview with Mortal Chains, who are from Durham. I the- might steal your idea and do a Twitch stream called Get Heavy, but instead of playing metal songs, I just eat like a pack of six donuts <laughs> on every stream and just slowly <laughs> get heavier and heavier. <laughs> Well, um, I would watch to that get heavy. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll call it get heavier, so you can't, can't get it. Uh, get us for copyright infringement. <laughs> get heavier. <laughs> so, guys, we're just going to end on this. Thank you for listening <laughs> again. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, but thank you guys for listening. We're sorry. We're, sorry. we're not sorry. really sorry. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's really <laughs> fallen down to the hill on the end here. So what we will finish with is a sentiment that both myself and Mr Beerboard Baggins on Twitch, Instagram, and all other social media outlets—well, I think just them too—is um, remember that the rule of the mosh pit is the rule for life. Someone falls, we pick them up. To heavy metal and beyond.